Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's going on, my friends? No, what's popping today? I just wait, there you go. What's cracking? What's what's popping? What do I usually say? I don't remember. Either or. I feel like I just should do like a montage of like the last year of us saying what's what's me saying what's popping at the beginning of this. what's pop, what's popping what's popping. Would the, and it would just prove it. the theory of the same sweatshirt. Yeah, dude. So <laughs> so right. Uh, I walked into my family's house on Sunday, and my um my brother's wife literally walked in, saw me, and said, uh, "What's cracking?" And I, I didn't know what to say because I was like, that's my, she stole your lingo. It's like, I, and then I was like, I had to say what's popping. I had to go to the secondary one. Stupid. What's cracking? What's popping? What's, what's cracking? It's kind of a weird response. Pop? It really is. Like what's popping? I don't know. I say that to my wife in the morning when I text her. <laughs> not a flex. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not at all. She's like, she's like, she's like talking freaking don't text me until nine. I'm like, okay. Um, wow. Anyway, uh, welcome to Fancy Jambies Fancy Football Podcast. My name is Morgan Colby. Uh, this is Rick Lemon. What's up? Um, I, it, we just spent like we t- we we turned on all our equipment, started recording, and I was like, okay, we're gonna record. And then we what do we what were we even talking about? We yelling at each other about Adam Trotman and um, <laughs> Cole Komet. Cole Komet. <laughs> some some deep conversations about tight ends. Um, that's a great segue into what we're gonna talk about today. The final yeah. episode. Of the most consistent players here. Consistency um, chat. We're going to talk about the most consistent tight ends. The most consistent tight ends in fantasy football. Yeah. 2020. Uh, so we'll jump into that in a second. Before we do that, check out our website, thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at, at, at the Champs on Twitter, at thefantasychampions on Instagram. Follow us at facebook.com forward slash thefantasychampions. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcasting platform, please leave a review. Share this podcast with your friends and subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, what are they going to do? Subscribe. What else should they do? Like and follow. Comment. 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 <laughs> follow on YouTube. Bro, you just put me in bad Com- situations. <laughs> I tried. Comment down below. Uh, anything you have to say about this uh, episode. What yeah. should they comment? What should they comment? Comment. Bro? Yeah, it's nice new sweatshirt, Morgan. It's, it's literally the same one from Tuesday. <laughs> nice new sweatshirt, loser. <laughs> loser. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So anyway, let's jump into. I our don't most. care about your advice. I'm taking Travis Kelsey first overall, <laughs> first round pick. Kelsey in the yeah. first, Mahomes in the second, and then I'm gonna take a second quarterback in the third to make sure my quarterback room is good. He lives in New England, and he, he does the he does this Boston accent, and I'm like, do you have a Boston accent? No. Does it sound like I have a Boston accent? No. You don't have a Boston accent either. I try not to, but sometimes it comes out. You get mad. You're like, Pocky Car. <laughs> what Pac- the? F- Pocky Car. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole different show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk about uh, uh, the most consistent tight ends today. As I said, um, most consistent TE is probably best for the YouTube SEO. But um, anyway. Okay. Uh, minimum 12 games. We said this before. We'll say it again, minimum 12 games. I'm really in on that because uh, I was going to tell you guys what we were going to talk about next week. So our plan is to talk about um, some rookies, get some rookies out of the oh, way, yeah. do some analysis. Uh, we're going to try to do like a abbreviated breakdown of 56 players that we oh, want to want to talk about. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Watch more film. I was going to, we originally were going to do quarterbacks, tight ends, same episode on Tuesday. And then mm-hmm. I was like, ah, crap, I got to do research on running backs for Dynasty. And so then push I push it back. So I, I just, I don't feel like. 
I don't feel like talking. I, I feel I like, done, I feel like scouting some, takes like a lot I, of work. I, have, I already have some takes, but I'll save it for our okay, show. Right. But I, I was thinking maybe we maybe we do some early uh, rankings. Yeah. We could do that. We could do them like both next week. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see what happens. Um, but twelve minimum of 12 games, tight ends. Yep. Um, I, this is probably save the worst for last. This, this show this, shouldn't be too long. It really shouldn't. <laughs> Travis Kelsey is number one. Number one. Um, I, I it's, essentially a wide receiver. If you had a question about whether or not that was the case, um, it is not even close. How how much better? Okay. You know, number number two. Yeah, number one. Uh, seven points or more is what we're basing this off of for quality. Ninety three percent of the time, fourteen games he did it in. He had one bus game, which was I think the last week of the season, or the first week of the season. Can't remember. It was something like that. Uh, I think it was the first week in Chicago. But could be wrong about that. They didn't play Chicago. Chicago. Jeez, what am I saying? They played uh, Houston. And then he had three games where he had uh, like just a quality performance, six and a half to 11 fantasy points. 11 <laughs> games where he finished with it was, 11 points or more. In week seven against Denver, he had 6.1. Okay, yeah. It's always against Denver. 93% of the time, he finished as a, as a tight end one or greater. Um, I I don't know what else to say about that other than it's Travis Kelsey. Um, I will say this: we're probably going to move into Darren Waller pretty quick, but he was sixty nine percent of the time number two, mm-hmm. um, and we'll talk about him in a second. Uh, and 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 Travis Kelsey was ninety three. Most years, what is that like a twenty? We always I'm not say like math because I don't want Kelsey. Don't take Kelsey. It's twenty eight percent. The point. The tight end position is not a huge advantage. Difference. This year, it kind of was, just just for Travis Kelsey, which is going to make people freak out and take Kelsey in the first round, which is horrible you know, and a horrible idea. We know but. Travis Kelsey is good. So let's spend the next five minutes talking about why you shouldn't draft Travis Kelsey in the first round. <laughs> we always Go. do this. Um, let's give This is credit. our moment to shine because we probably won't talk about Travis Kelsey again in the entire offseason. To give credit, he was really fantastic this year. If you drafted him, he was a huge advantage. I drafted him and traded him before the season started. Traded from Joe Mixon. Hey, at the draft, that's a fantastic deal. That's like the 12th overall pick for the 18th overall pick or whatever it was. Could be. And then that's just not how it turned out. But, um, but yeah, no, he was fantastic this year. I just think honest, people yeah, are I would trade react. Travis Kelsey for a running back all day. You probably could have gotten more. I tried. <laughs> I tried to get more. Yeah, it depends on the team. Um, yeah, no, I, I think for me, there's, there's much better uses of your first overall selection than um, <laughs> Travis Kelsey. Than a tight end. Then a tight end, yeah, right. it's true. I think I think there is some there's unless some playing like a tight end premium. There's some situations unless you're playing a tight end premium that that changes everything. So we're just assuming that we're not. I don't, I don't know. I have I don't know a lot of people that play a tight end premium. Premium. Yeah, I don't. Either. That's well, like that's like that's like deep I do, but it's, it's where the it's, benches are like seventy two people. And, I know people that that play in them and love tight end premium, but they're all yeah. like Twitter fantasy people. Yeah, yeah, they're like, oh my god, they're I not have, like normal. You know what like I did? Football fans. I gave an extra half point to the tight end position and made their touchdowns a little more valuable because their position wasn't scoring enough fantasy points for me. Right. Like the, I feel like the average fantasy football player doesn't even know or, or doesn't play dynasty, let alone tight, tight end, end premium. premium. Right. <laughs> They're like, wait, it's like next level. There's defensive players that you can play too. Right. And then there, <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway. So yeah, he obviously is ridiculous, but here's the thing. How much of a position? Obviously, you know, like sixty-three percent of the time, we just gave you the most consistent, and it was like a twenty-eight. I, yeah, I don't 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 quote me on the math, but a twenty-eight point difference between 
uh, what Darren Waller was putting out there and what Travis Kelsey was putting out there. I don't think it's 28. I think it might be another number, but regardless, I'm not really going to. The difference between the two players? Yeah, 93 and 69. Yeah, whatever. I'm not gonna that? Oh, 93 and 64? 93 and 69, yes. Yeah. Okay, all right. I said yeah. 28, didn't I? Yeah. Frick. Um, anyway, so, yeah, I mean, the 24 percentage point difference between the two players is obviously enough for somebody to go, wow, maybe it is that much of a positional advantage. Here's here's where I I disagree on that, and and I I think I think if you get a quarterback or a wide receiver or a running back in the first round, like like the positional advantage you get of drafting a top three running back mm-hmm. and drafting a running back in the middle of the second round first and oh, using it's your first huge. Order, it's huge, and that yeah. like you are setting yourself say uh, you you have I feel a like top, we talk about this every show say say you have a top five pick. And Travis Kelsey's number five, right? And you take Travis Kelsey because you're like, well, I want that positional tight end advantage. And then uh, the team before you takes uh, Alvin Kamara, and Alvin Kamara actually ends up being good next year with Taysom Hill, right? Okay. The positional advantage that that team is going to have over you because they have Alvin Kamara is going to be massive. So drafting Travis Kelsey in the late second, early third round, you can get away with that. But drafting him for the positional advantage He's. I just want to give you this. He's the he's the wide receiver three or four on the season through seventeen weeks. That's great. Do you want to draft the wide receiver three or four in the first round of your fantasy football drafts? No. Like if I told you that you, <laughs> no, who's the, who, who the crap is the wide receiver four? You take this that. Year? You know where you take you take that at the top of the second round. Yeah. It, right. And so I'm I'm not, I don't want to take Travis Kelsey because I have other strategies in that round. But don't take Travis Kelsey in the first round. It would be like it would be honestly like taking Metcalf or Calvin Ridley. With the with the fifth, sixth, or seventh pick, no, yeah, that's, and I'm like, that's not that's, that's not just, smart. No. You're not getting that much of a positional advantage. It really right. like I, a positional advantage uh, in terms of having the best tight end, yes, but because the tight end position is only one position and it's so little when it comes to scoring, yep. Like it, even like Travis Kelsey's numbers aren't really that. Like you look at the numbers that we did for wide receivers, and it was like twenty plus points a game that those guys were getting, and that was great. That was considered a great performance. For for tight ends, a great performance is seven points. So Travis Kelsey to get over the line, <laughs> oh, just, yeah, he's just needs to like, you know, <laughs> get, catch two catches. passes from Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? So, but it's like it's like it just he really is a wide receiver, and and that is essentially what his role is. And if you can get him on your team, then that's it's good. You know, it's good for your team. But if you're sacrificing taking a really good wide receiver or a really good running back, then you're you're kind of losing focus i can't wait to see how many teams draft travis kelsey in the first round and lose this year excited to see that <laughs> yeah that's gonna happen you know it now is that, now that i ranted about travis kelsey for about a good seven minutes we can move on to darren waller yeah let's move on to the, the baller waller who was a baller uh 69 of the time he finished as a tight end one with seven points or more 11 games uh he had seven um uh, he had seven games where he finished with 11 or more points, four games where he finished with between six and 11. And then he had um, five bus games. So, uh, and, and that's consistent. I'll tell you right now, the top tight ends on our list all have between five or six bus games with the exception of Travis. For Kelsey. someone that owned Darren Waller, he was so frustrating this year because through the first like 12 weeks of the season, he really yeah. wasn't that good. <laughs> like all of his bus games came in the first 12 weeks. Yeah. From weeks um, 13 to 17, mm. I think he was the tight end one. I think he was ahead of Kelsey. You want to look that up? I'm pretty sure he was the tight end one ahead of Kelsey. Um, 
Partly because he what, also... What, what other weeks again? I'm sorry. Four, uh, 13 to 17. I'm just fudging the numbers. I'm pretty sure he was the tight end one in fantasy during that stretch because he was a monster. It's going to have PPR. Sorry. Uh, Yeah, he was a monster. Look at how many points he had. 110. (laughs) Travis Kelsey had 85. Smoked him. He was was ridiculous in that stretch. But if you take out that monster stretch, he was like the tight end like four or five, which is still decent. But like he really wasn't as good. I think, uh, you know, one thing that everyone's talking about is two years ago when we were preparing for the 2019 fantasy football season, everyone was like, you know, can anybody knock off the big three? Travis Kelsey, Zach Ertz, George Kittle, George Kittle, and uh, Kittle obviously. Like I, I, I honestly think at this. Oh, point, I love Kittle for this year, though. I love Kittle if for he this falls year. Falls off. He's probably like, he's not going to fall off fantasy wise, but he'll probably fall down the board a little That's what bit. I mean. Maybe. Um, I still think he has to be like maybe two, but I'm tempted to 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 um rank Darren Waller. Adam, you're not going to be alone. There's a lot of people that will, which is why I like Kittle so much. Because again, coming from someone who owned Waller, I don't want him again. <laughs> that's how that's how like <laughs> frustrating he was yeah it was it was really bad like yeah I, I think I think it's it's clear that the Raiders like love to throw it to the tight end position I mean Kittle played like half the games in his last two weeks and he still got like yeah see that's why I'm like he was still ridiculous what the, are you in PPR because this 40 point game there for George Kittle is kind of making me no that was not he just had 15 catches for 183 yards yeah that's ridiculous yeah, I mean, I might have to put George Kittle too. I don't know, <laughs> but no, but a lot of people like I've seen on Twitter that people yeah. are taking Darren Wall in the third round this year, and he's the clear tight end too. Dang. So it's just like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want Darren. Wall. I, I think he'll be good again though. And by say by saying I don't want him, like I obviously take him on my team, but I just don't want to draft him as high as he's gonna go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, right now his ADP is um. Hold on, you gotta go to the tight end. See, you already you already roasted me. Um, two ten. Yeah, two ten. That's way too high. Yeah, that's very high. Um, so I had a kill, but that might. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Okay, so the we use fantasy football calculator for our ADP. Usually pretty good. Um, but they have Jake Butt. I think that that's probably just like a a. It's got to be a glitch. It's or it's just like a joke. Like people are like draft Jake Butt. Let's get him high up. Like six oh three. That's that's so stupid. That is extremely who, dumb. Who the crap is? Yeah, there's somebody screwing something up over yeah, there. Yeah, a lot this of is jakes. Really screwed up. Anyway, um, yeah. So uh, the top but five the way, is fine. Yeah. Um, um. So I think I think for Darren Waller, uh, it's he is ridiculous and he was pretty consistent. But mm. there was, I think, after Travis Kelsey, you have to take the consistency aspect of it with a grain of salt because um, I think you know what he did for those uh, eleven games where he was a you know a, a quality. A great tight end in terms of uh, fantasy points scored. Um, you have to take those, and then you got to take your lumps too. The five, the five bus games. Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah, that's um, the thing. The, you, do you want to take a guy who has five games under seven points in the second round of a fantasy draft? No, <laughs> not for a second. Right, <laughs> that scares me a little bit to be honest with you. And that's just that's going to happen. I I think people because of the way Kelsey performed. I think people are going to overcompensate with the tight end position this year. I hope so. With everyone. Oh, I sure as hell hope so. Push guys like Cam Akers down the board for me. I like it. Um, so we have Bob Tanyan is the third guy on this Bob. list, I believe. Yeah, Bob Tanyan. Uh, Robert Tanyan. I, I believe we are the only podcast out there that calls him Bob Tanyan. 
That's okay. And it's so fun to say, so that's why I will continue. And it's not Bob. Like, I'm not going to call him Bob, and I'm not going to call him Tanyan. It's got to go together. It's yeah. got to be Bob Tanyan. Everybody calls him Robert Tanyan. It's boring. It's so boring. Bob, Bob Tanyan. Tanyan. He probably is Lit. like, he probably gets triggered in like meetings when people call him. <laughs> Rogers, Rogers beat, goes, beat us up. <laughs> Bob. He's like, I don't want you to be called Bob. He would jump us. Catches three touchdowns the next one. <laughs> yeah, dude. Anyway. Uh, He's so, a free agent. A Robert Tanyan is a free agent. We'll talk about his like prospects in a second. Mm. But um, I think right now. He came out of nowhere. He had. Year, he had six bus games, which is one more than Darren Waller did. He came out of nowhere this year. I don't even know. He didn't really come on. Let me know when you find it, what year, uh, what week he, he started breaking out. But um, he had uh, seven weeks with quality performances, which is six and a half to 11 fantasy points, which is what you you know, you know kind of want from your tight end. Week two. If, I get, if I get a tight end, by the way, who can get me seven or more fantasy points just about every single week, I'm happy with that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm totally yeah. fine with that. Um, so he had seven, six and a half to 11 point games, and he had three uh, 11 point or more games. So he he didn't have like these explosive, you know, huge games like Waller or Kelsey. Um, he only had a couple of them, but he he was very consistent for most of the season and he did his job mm-hmm. uh, for the most part. Uh, he's 63% of the time he had six and a half points or better in a game. Jeez. Yeah. He really wasn't. Um, I think the, the right- snap percentage too. Yeah, it was wasn't anything to write home about, but when he got his opportunities, he played well. Yeah. Um, like in the first game of the season, like going into the year, I don't think the Packers had any use for him. He didn't get a target, mm-hmm. barely played, and then week two, he only got a few targets. But he scored a touchdown, and each week he got like from that point on. Yeah. Yeah, and then he got a three touchdown week in week four, but then they stopped using him again for a little bit, and then they would use him, and then they wouldn't use him. So it was kind of like up and down. Um, I think once he hit like week. I want to say like week 10, though, they did use him a little bit more consistently. He consistently would get like five targets a game. Mm-hmm. And then the playoffs, I think he had, I don't know what he did against the Rams, but yeah, against Robert the Bucks. Robert Tanyan from week 10 to 17 was the was the tight end four. Yeah, and I, I think uh, against the Buccaneers, he had four catches in the NFC Championship game for a mm-hmm. touchdown. Yeah. So he was kind of involved. The problem with, with Tanyan, though, um, I do kind of want to know where he goes because <laughs> if, if he's not with Rodgers, like, that's gonna be um, this can be a little concerning. Um, if he is back with the Packers, though, I know I've seen a lot of people that are kind of down on him. Um, but I don't see why if he goes if he goes back to Packers, he is still young. He's only twenty six. Um, so and he he doesn't have like a ton of playing yeah, career yeah, in him. Yeah. So he's got. I take back my uh, second round pick offer. Oh, okay, thanks. Um. <laughs> he talked me out of it with his age. He's only twenty six, bro. Third third round pick, though. I'll give you the third round pick for Bob Tanya. I was saying twenty six because he's young. Okay. <laughs> Not saying he's old for a tight he's, end. For a tight end that has no no That's previous true. playing experience, like Travis Kelsey is how old? Thirty one. Fair enough. Um, oh, it's kind yeah. of the same thing. Like yeah. he's coming to the to the league older yeah, too. Leaves. It's <laughs> only his fourth year. Crap. So, it, like at this point, I think Tanya's in the prime of his career. Yeah. Um. So I think he'll be good, but he's got to stay with the Packers, <laughs> unless he yeah. goes to like a perfect situation, which I don't know where that would be. You take this ADP with a grain of salt, but Bob Tanya ain't even on this list. But that would, ADP is weird, though. Yeah, I'm. I'm not even gonna go off this ADP. I really want to, but I can't. Like, why is uh Tyler Higby uh, and all those guys? Um. Anyway. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. 
Yeah. I think I think I think he's it's so hard because you really don't know where he's going to play next year. He was good this year, but um is that going to continue? Yeah, I think it will right. if he's with the Packers. Do you like him? I'm trying to think of teams that might add a tight no. end. Jaguars? Anywhere but the Packers, I really don't like him. Patriots? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. don't know. With, with no, Cam Newton as the quarterback? Yeah, good. Unless unless a team like like you'll sign with a team and we're just like, "Oh, that was actually that's actually not bad." Yeah. But chances are it's not going to be the case. Uh, another guy basically mirroring what Bob Tanyan did was TJ Hawkinson. The Hawk, baby. Now, I had Hawk, and he was the least frustrating player that least, I, least frustrating player that oh, I've ever seen. Opposite of Wallace. He was frustrating in the aspect that he didn't have those big Travis Kelsey, big, you know, Darren Waller games. You know what I mean? Um, where he had like yeah, 20, 30 fantasy points. The best he had was points. 16. Yeah, so the best he had was like 16. And, and he had 10... Uh, seven point or more games he was very very consistent but all of those games generally speaking came uh when he had seven to 11 fantasy points eight of those games so 50 percent of the time yep. then he had two 11 point or more games uh and then he busted six times mm-hmm. um and so i i think for hawk he was very consistent i don't know what he's gonna look like in this new look is jared goff detroit lions i don't so know I it really depends on the the offensive system <laughs> do, do you see what i did there yeah, Jared Goff. Does Jared Goff scare you off? Stop it! <laughs> so bad. Um, but TJ, yeah, no. So TJ Hawkinson, I, I I love him. I think he's I think he I, he should be a great tight end in the NFL. Really? Yeah, no. He's he's one of those players that I hope the talent overcomes the situation, which is crossing your fingers a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's not like Jared Goff is the worst quarterback in the league though. Like, I think he'll still get looks this year, and he was he played very well. I mean, other than the, like you said, he didn't have those monster games. But he was consistent. He was yeah. a consistently solid first, second-year player at the tight end position. That is pretty good. And he's entering year three. It should be a, a, a jump year for him. There's a chance that Kenny Galladay has gone or Martha Jones are gone. They're not. I don't think they're bringing back both those players. And they get Hawk. They got, They might have even more targets to go around this year in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, like He could be a target hog for the Lions. It's just like how much of them are going to be catchable. <laughs> yeah. I think actually he 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 would be good with Jared Goff to be honest with you. Really? Okay. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Because that's his that's his bread and butter right there. Those short, intermediate. That is true. But he usually doesn't like. I mean, he kind of likes tight ends, I guess. Yeah. Um. So the final guy that we have. This is a weird one. This is this is a strange reality, and I want to see what Rick pulls up for the numbers here on sleeper, because we have Jared Cook. Jared Cook as the number five guy on this list in terms of consistency. Now, he didn't finish, I don't think, anywhere near that in terms of where his season totals were. Um, yeah. Jared Cook was like tight end 17. (laughs) Yeah, that's Um, funny with Jared Cook. Fell off a cliff. I don't know how he's even on this. Oh, I know why. Uh, So, so he had 60% of the time he was a uh, seven points or more tight end. He finished nine times, nine times on the season with seven points or more. Uh, two of them, he had 11 points or more in a game, and then seven of them, he had six and a half. I'm going to guess that it was either six and a half or seven. Yeah. <laughs> he had, he had two, bases. He had two he had games with nine. Um, what I will say about Jared Cook, he, dude, he had a stretch where he was so bad. Yeah, he was. He had, He one, played zero. in these games. Yeah. These games, he he's not injured in these games. Two zero one zero, four game stretch. Yep. To be to was be that fair, the Taysom Hill games. Two of them were Taysom Hill games. Okay. Um, so that shows you how good he could be this year. Yeah. If he stays with the Saints, which I think he's a free agent. 
Yeah, I was going to look that up. Maybe. It doesn't um, really matter. I don't the think reason he's, he's even on this list is because he ended the season pretty well. He had 11, 12, 4, and then 11, 14. So. But Jared Cook being here, because a lot of you probably looked at Jared Cook and was like... He's a bum. He, yeah, it, like, it, I don't know of a team that probably held on to him the whole season and was like... I remember during the season, I was like, oh, pick up Jared Cook. He might catch a touchdown for you. <laughs> Yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? True. I but he that. had 60% of the time as as a quality tight end. That's that's crazy. I, I think for me moving forward with Jared Cook, you know, we don't know if he's going to be with New Orleans. He is under contract, but I even think... If, even if he goes... Well, uh, you know, he's under contract? Is that what you said? So if he's if he's in New Orleans, I, I don't want him. I, I okay, well, so this says he's an unrestricted free agent, but the website I had... So that he, mm-hmm. so now, okay, so he is a free agent, but the website I was just looking at said he was under contract for 2021. So I don't know. I'm assuming he's a free agent because I'm going to trust the articles more than the website. I don't even know if he's going to have a team and he's not draftable. He'll have a team, but it's going to be like Greg Olson signing with the Seahawks. Yeah. Yep. He's not going to get any. Exactly. Any so um, it was the last hurrah for Jared Cook. And if you played him for a lot of those weeks, congratulations, you've won. Um, but outside of that, I don't, I don't think he's that great. Yeah. Uh, do, uh, did I add an honorable mention? I don't think you did. Oh, Mark Andrews. Oh, there you go. He Mark Andrews. Kind of disappointing. 50, 50% of the time finishes at, uh, finished as a uh, quality. Well, didn't we say that uh, Mark Andrews was going to be a bust? We did. I was very high on that train. Yeah, was, there was there was some people. I was big um, anti-Mark Andrews, and I got hate for that one. There was a guy in the fantasy community I listened to and uh, trust, and they were, they, were, they were pumping up Mark Andrews, and I was like, uh, held me up a second, made some really valid points, but... Uh, his I don't think his snap percentage has changed all that much from the previous year, which is what the concern was. Yep. Um. So yeah, I mean he he had he has seven busts. Most of the guys that we've talked about today, uh, he had two quality games and then um and then he had five eleven pointer more games. So he when he played well, he played really well. But just, when he was bad, he was just really bad. Right. Exactly. Just while I'm looking at this list, because we're probably not going to talk about this player ever, someone who could be sneaky good next year, OJ Howard. Brady loves oh, his tight ends. Tommy. He was ta- he was targeting him a lot. Remember in the beginning of the season before yeah, he got injured, he got hurt. Yeah, maybe. Keep an eye. He's like he's like I'm gonna I'm gonna buy him low. <laughs> okay, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, I mean <laughs> for one uh, year probably too. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. We got some interesting stuff to talk about next week, but um, we'll talk to you on Tuesday, my friends. We'll see you guys later. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.